It is Sunday, August 4th, and this is The Rally. Hey everybody, Adam Giardino with you, and it's time for another episode of The Rally. Scranton Wilkesbury fell last night to Lehigh Valley 11-8, but it was quite the rally for Scranton Wilkesbury. After giving up four runs in the third, three runs in the sixth, they fell behind 7-0. But in the bottom of the seventh, First two men reached, Ryan McBroom and Mandy Alvarez, both singled off starter Jojo Romero, who had gone the first six innings, allowing four hits and no runs. But with two aboard, enter relief arm Fernando Salas, and at the plate, enter goes Kay Coteau. Here's the pitch, a swing, and a fly ball lifted to right center field. This has Perella back. He's at the gap. He looks up, and it's gone. On top of the wall for goes Kay Coteau. It's been a long time coming for Goske. And maybe that's what Scranton Wilkesbury needs, trailing 7-3 here in the bottom of the seven. So that chipped away at the deficit, and it was a four-run game. Railriders trailed 7-3. But Lehigh Valley struck for four more runs in the top of the eighth inning and led 11-3. And with six outs to go, it didn't seem like the Railriders were going to have much of a shot at getting back in this thing. But we go to the eighth, and with two outs, bases empty, Trey Ambergie and Ryan McBroom singled. And right after that, it was Mandy Alvarez. 1-1, Alvarez smokes it out towards left field. This is headed back to the bullpen, and it's gone! Second three-run homer of the night for Scranton Wilkesbury. Goes K. Coteau with the first. Mandy Alvarez with one here in the eighth inning. It's back to a five-run deficit. Alvarez getting his second triple-A homer. So that took another chunk out of the lead, and the Rail Riders trailed 11-6. So we go to the bottom of the ninth, and a leadoff walk, followed by a strikeout, followed by another walk, and that brings up Tyler Wade. Wade flares it on the infield. One run's going to score. Charging, it's off the glove of the shortstop, Romine, and out towards shallow right center field. A second run will come across, and the Rail Riders trail it now by three, two, here in the inning. It's 11-8, bottom half of the ninth. So following that infield single for Tyler Wade, the Rail Riders brought the tying run into the on-deck circle, but a couple of pop-outs into foul territory, and the Rail Riders never did bring the tying run up in the bottom of the ninth inning. They fell 11-8 in a game that was played before just over 8,000 fans at PNC Field. JoJo Romero gets the win for Lehigh Valley, and Brody Kerner falls to 4-2 with the loss. Before yesterday's game, we had a chance to sit down and chat with Blake Shear. She's the producer for Homegrown in its third season for Yes Network. She was popping all over the ballpark the past couple of days, and our very own Joe Vasile had a chance to sit down and chat with Blake. An enlightening interview. We caught up with Blake for the second time here in 2019. Well, about four years ago, actually, we were down at spring training, and that was sort of when you saw a lot of the players that you're seeing now up in the big club in the minor leagues. It was Aaron Judge. It was Rob Refsnader. It was a lot of faces that might not be here, but it was sort of a young movement happening. And I was like, you know what? That'd be really cool to see what it takes when these guys get to the big leagues. I grew up a Yankees fan. I've always, you know, I never really knew about the minor leagues. So I was like, okay, this is the next generation. And you sort of, sort of saw the writing on the wall mm-hmm. that young, young kids were going to come up. They were promoting within. They weren't the old Yankee system that was trading away their prospects for big names. So that's sort of how it came about. And then I was fortunate enough to have wonderful bosses above me, John J. Filippelli, who's all on board 
when I pitched the idea and he's always wanted to do a minor league show. Mm-hmm. So it just fit in with the vision. And then one thing came to another, approached the rail riders and the front office staff here and everyone was on board. Back then it was Al Padriki and he was a wonderful manager to start out with. Mm-hmm. And the players such as Tyler Wade back then seeing his first call up and the rest of them. So it was really exciting and that's sort of how it became. And now we're in season three. Mm-hmm. What have been some of the most memorable moments that you guys have been around to capture? Obviously the standouts are the call-ups. Yeah. You know, seeing Tyler Wade and Clint Frazier and Justice Sheffield this year, Th- Tyro and Glaber Torres get the call-up. Those are great, but sort of seeing the little things, like an Eric Kratz who you had last last year went away and then come back and sort of see the same impact he has on these players today. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're joined by Blake Shear, producer from the Yes Network's Homegrown Path to Pinstripes. What did you find from the people watching the show? What was the reaction and, and how did that, like, what did you kind of think of that as that started to roll in as the show went on air? Well, I never thought about it, like, sort of seeing that. But when you get stopped sort of at the ballpark and fans are like, oh, we recognize your face. And they're like, oh, we loved it when you went to see, you know, it was Dustin Fowler and Chance Adams at the time. And they went food shopping. We'd love to see that. Or, you know, just going into a room tour with Daniel Camarena and Gosuke Kato and seeing where they lived. That's what fans want to see. Something. Being in the clubhouse. Seeing how they relax. They don't realize that these guys get here at 11, 10, 11 for a 7 o'clock game. There's a whole day that goes in before a game. And for you, I guess, just even from a baseball side, like what impressed you the most? You talk about how early a lot of the guys get here and are working on all kinds of extra things. Is that kind of the, the biggest takeaway that you've had from from doing the show the work ethic and the amount of time and energy that these players devote to a sport to make their dreams come true is blows my mind every single time but i think what even goes one step further is their character one after another is a really good guy there they're really looking out for their teammates and you don't realize that that there's these are high quality high character people i don't know I've only been around the Yankees, so I can't say what sure. other organizations are, but you see how much due diligence and research go in to try and find the right fit for this organization, all the way down from Pulaski, all the way up to the New York Yankees. It's one high-quality character guy after another, and includes the staff as well. Mm-hmm. And I also know that during the winter, you guys were with the Long Island Nets, the, the Brooklyn Nets affiliate in the G League. How did that come about? Was that you guys approach them or did they say hey we really like what you're doing on the baseball side would you like to do it for us too for the nets it's sort of the g league is something new for them and the evolution of it and just like the yankees it's high character high quality and they were like look this is an opportunity and with brooklyn growing and finally finding a fan base and a new regime and sort of what they're trying to build there they were really open to having that shown and sort of showing oh just like us we do have a developmental season uh place for these guys to play and learn and grow. And when they're ready, they have opportunities not only in the NBA, but across the world. We're here with Blake Shear, Homegrown Path to Pinstripes is the show. I know it's on the Yes Network all the time, but in case someone's maybe never caught it or they don't live in an area where they can get the Yes Network, how, how can they find clips of the show distributed around? So my goal, hopefully, is to get it all online. There are some restrictions with affiliates, but season one we're hoping to put out. So even though it was three years ago, you still can relive it. And then local. If you're local in the Scranton area, it airs on Fox before Yankee games and before the coverage. So Scranton has been wonderful in supporting it and really promoting the show. Big thanks to Blake for being our pregame guest, and thanks to you for making the rally part of your day today. Scranton Wilkes-Barre gets back to action with a 105 first pitch in a series finale against Lehigh Valley. 
It's a rubber game between these two teams. Real Riders look to take two out of three as they send Jonathan Loisica to the mound, going up against Ramon Rosso for Lehigh Valley. Loisica is expected to go a couple of innings and just continue his path back to New York. Yankee fans expectedly awaiting Loisica getting back to full health. Pre-game coverage begins at 12.35 with Adam Marco and me. You can catch all of the action on the Rail Riders Radio Network, the TuneIn Radio app, and on the MILB First Pitch app as well. I'm Adam Giardino. Follow me on Twitter. I'm at Adam Giardino. G-I-A-R-D-I-N-O. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you a little bit later on today.